Women of Faith Podcast is a transparent, Bible-based podcast that talks about how to walk out the Christian faith. We are two cousins sharing what it means to be women of faith. We offer real-life scenarios, life experiences, and wisdom to encourage our listeners to take cues from God instead of culture. Our goal is to impact women from all backgrounds as they walk on this journey of faith. Through listening to our podcast, women and men will grow deeper in their relationship with God, learn to hear from Him, and gain confidence to face the adversities of life. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome back. We are excited. This is our last episode of our series. This means war. Yes, this means war. We are in a battle, y'all. And this is the finale of this series. And we are so excited to share with you guys today these topics. So we have three more to cover today. Yeah, so I'm going to cover the first two. The first one that we're going to discuss is the helmet of salvation. So as most of us know, a helmet in general protects the head. So the head is the control center of the body. And back then during, you know, Jesus time, the Roman soldiers, they actually wore the helmet in battles and it was basically to absorb blows without causing damage to the head. And so much like today, in the same way, you know, we see these football players when they play their games, they have their helmet. And it's basically, again, to absorb the blows that come to their head. So in this particular scenario, in regards to spiritual warfare, the helmet of salvation covers a vital part, our mind inside the physical head that I just talked about. Because in this warfare, Satan specifically targets the mind. Mm -hmm. So we have to be aware and mindful of what we let in and what we choose to have access to our minds. So how are we mindful? Colossians 3.1 actually says to set our hearts on things above and not on earthly things. And also Romans 8.5, it says those who live according to the flesh have their minds set on what the flesh desires, but those who live in accordance to the spirit have their minds set on what the spirit desires. So in general, by setting our minds on things above the truth and what really matters, we are actually able to combat the lies and attacks of the enemy on our mind. And so y'all, Satan, he is afraid of this armor of God because he knows when believers get their minds right, they think straight, then they're in alignment with God. And ultimately, they can live out the purpose that he has for their lives. So how do we get our minds right? So the only way we can really get our minds right is through prayer, time with God, fellowship with other trusted believers, and also this armor I'm going to talk about next, which is the sword of the spirit which is the word of God. So we need the word of God in order to think right. And so I'm going to explain this next armor, the sword of the spirit. And basically, back then during Roman soldiers times, they used a sword. And so this armor was basically a short dagger-like weapon about 10 inches long. And the sword, it had a needle-like point and it was sharp on both edges. 
And so it was used in close fighting and it would do serious damage whenever they used it. And in the same way, the word of God can do serious damage. Just like Hebrews 4.12 said, the word of God is actually living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. So it's actually sharper than the sword that the Roman soldiers used back then. And it's also something that convicts us, like Hebrews 4.12 says, that it compares as far as the division of the soul and spirit of both joints and marrow and able to judge the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So when I think of the word of God, I think of it almost being like a MRI machine, God's MRI machine, or like God's x-ray. And it shows our weaknesses, it shows our sins, it shows our blind spots, it shows us what we need to change when we look at it and reflect on ourselves. And it also exposes our disobedience, our wayward thoughts, our hearts, it convicts us. And so now we're going to talk about the last armor, which is prayer. Yeah, so the last armor, this, if you pay attention to everything that we've said in this podcast, as well as the last one, prayer is the common thing the common theme with all of them Mm -hmm. prayer is what brings them all together so as we talk about prayer we want you to understand that with every single one of these prayer is the key so with all of this to be able to do all of this successfully to be able to have all of the armor successfully you must pray pray in the spirit so I want to reference the scripture, Ephesians 6, 11 through 18. And towards the end, it talks about, And pray in the spirit on all occasions with all kinds of prayers and requests. With this in mind, be alert and always keep on praying for all the saints. So it talks about how basically it sums up all of it with praying and praying consistently. It says praying all kinds of prayers and requests. So you can go to God with literally everything and anything. doesn't matter what it is. You can go to him with that. So that's what we have to do and able to be able to successfully do all of these. And and to be able to do all of them and to be able to do it in the spirit. So what is prayer? You know, what does it mean to be a prayer warrior? What does it mean to be someone that is in prayer? And we're going to talk about that a little bit more in detail on what that is. A prayer warrior is one who is connected to God intimately and consistently, seeks to learn more about him from his word and uses their prayer time as a battleground for change. As Dr. Tony Evans says, to bring heaven to earth, you need prayer. Mm. Amen. Do you have people in your life that you always turn to when things are are tough? These are the ones that in a crisis you reach out to to ask them to pray. Mm -hmm. These are your powerful prayer warriors. And at the end of the day, there's not one specific person that can be a prayer warrior. Mm -hmm. We all have the ability to be prayer warriors. All prayer is is talking to God. Talking to him and being strategic. And by, what I mean by strategic is praying about those things that you know are issues, that you know are sins, that you know are concerns, whatever it may be, calling them out, calling them out and speaking against it Amen. and pleading the blood over Jesus against it. That's what praying intentionally is about. 
It's not just praying, oh God, thank you for waking me up this morning. Thank you for giving me food. Yes, those things. But we're also living real life situations. Yes. So it's praying, God, you know, cleanse my mind. You know, God, I'm struggling with addiction. God, I'm struggling with pornography. Like, call those things out for what they are mm. and speak against them in prayer consistently, constantly. So how can we do this? What are some keys that we can take and hold on to as we're un- understanding prayer, as we're understanding the different pieces of the armor. What do we do? How do we do this? The number one thing to do is to pray daily. You prepare for spiritual battle daily as you face spiritual warfare daily. You must cultivate a daily prayer habit. And I know as life gets gets crazy, as we have, you know, get married, as we have kids, like different things, you know, come up, it's hard for us to have that conversation with God daily. But you have to be strategic in how you do it. Whether it be you driving in the car for work, that's your prayer time. Whether it be at night before you go to bed, you you know, you're in your closet or wherever, you're in the bathroom. Whatever little time you get to yourself, use that time as time to pray. And to speak to the Lord and to, and to pray on behalf of, of the things that, that the enemy is going to try to use against you before it even happens. Mm-hmm. You know, pray, pray in the future against the thing that the enemy would try to do. So that's number one. The number two way is to pray fervently. The Oxford Dictionary defines fervent as having or displaying a passionate intensity. Therefore, pray fervently is to pray with passion. Make your requests to God boldly. So as you're praying, you should be praying, knowing and trusting in his word. Not praying, you know, yeah, he might do it. Maybe, you know, maybe he won't. No. Pray with the confidence that you know that he's going to do it. Pray, pray with the expectation. Trusting and knowing that God is going to do it. Yes. If you have to cry through it, give it all out to lay it all at his feet. Yes. Number three is pray without ceasing. This may sound like you should be praying every single minute or every single day. The phrase without ceasing could be better translated as being consistent in your prayer. This goes back to praying daily and yet it is more than that. This is adopting an attitude of prayer in everything you do. In other words, you do not need to have a scheduled prayer time or a prayer room or even a space to have you praying. Pray as the need arises. And even with that, I want to say, yes, pray as the need arises. But at the same time, you want to have a consistent relationship with God on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. As humans, we sometimes we go a day or two or even three without praying. We don't want to make that happen. Because if we understand the warfare (laughs) that we are under, Mm -hmm. we would be praying every minute, every second of the day. Mm. If we truly understood the warfare that is up against all of us, we would never stop praying. Mm. So, like I said, figure out a time that works for you where you're either you're to yourself or you just have time, whether it be driving in a car or wherever you're going, to just talk to God and pray. Mm. Profess the word of God loudly. Speak it out loud. I, I heard over the weekend my pastor um, was talking about I was my pastor. It was actually Dr. Creflo Dollar. He came to my church and he was talking about how 
when your mind begins to attack you, you know, basically what you have to do is begin to speak the word out loud. Because as you speak the word out loud, it begins to distract the mind of whatever was in your mind. You're not thinking about it anymore. Yes. Because now you're speaking and that distracts your mind from what, whatever it was that was going on. Mm-hmm. It just, it's a distraction. So you, whenever you have those moments where your mind is going crazy, you have all these crazy thoughts going on, open up, your, open up your word of God. Open up the word and profess the word out loud yes. to your fear, to your anxiety, mm. to your depression. Speak the word out loud to it. Number four is pray with expectation. Like I said before, I feel that we pray without really expecting changes to happen. We pray like, oh, maybe he'll do it. Well, maybe it'll come through. You know, I'll just pray. Just in case it doesn't happen. Just in case it does happen, I'll say, well, I prayed. No, pray expecting it to happen. There are so many people, whether they get sick or and a doctor tells them something crazy about them and they put that on their life like this is me. This is my life. No, no, it's not. That does not have to be your life. God has given us the authority to be able to speak against the things that are not like him. Like we have to be able to speak life into those situations. The fifth thing is to pray and act when God says to and sends you. So this praying requires some action. Mm. And not some just some action, but some listening. So a lot of times when we pray... We just throwing everything at God. We just throwing it at God. But we don't take time to just sit and listen to him. God, okay, you know, I heard, you heard everything. I, I'm, I'm, I'm complaining. I'm crying. And I'm, I'm, I want for you to do. But God, what do you want me to do? Praying is a, is, a, is a conversation. It's not just a one-way situation where you call and you just talk and you talk. No, 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 no. Prayer is a conversation. So you, there should be time in your prayer where you're quiet and you're listening mm-hmm. for what the Holy Spirit is telling you. What the Holy Spirit is leading you to do. And when he gives you that, act on it. We have to be obedient to what he tells us to do. Because obedience, connected to obedience, is blessing. It Connected to obedience is victory. So in that, be obedient. You never know how God is going to use you. How God is going to be able to use what you're going through to be able to bless somebody else. So in your, in your season of waiting, God can use you and what you're going through to bless someone else. And because you help them, he'll send a, a quicker breakthrough to you. Because you jumped outside of yourself and what you were going through to help somebody else. And he'll see that the heart in you and he'll bless you because of it. I've seen it a million times because I got outside of myself mm. and focused on helping somebody else. And because I did that, God helped me. Amen. Get outside of yourself. Get outside of you. And as I talk about this praying, don't just pray for yourself, but pray for others. The, the same way that you're praying for yourself and you're battling in, uh, this, this warfare for yourself, do it for the people around you. Do it for the ones around you. I heard a sermon just over the weekend. It was Michael Todd, and he was talking about how your circle, people that you're surrounded by, when you're in a season where you, you physically cannot pray, when you can, you don't, you're discouraged, you don't have the hope, you don't have it in you, there should be people connected to you right. that can see that and pray on your behalf, that will fast on your behalf, Amen. that will love you and be there for you and encourage you in that season on your behalf Amen. until you have enough strength to do it for yourself. Amen. That's yes. what we need. 
That's what is needed in prayer. So the next one is to pray through your fear. Mm. Big, bold prayers can cause big, bad fear. However, we know that God has not given us a spirit of fear. So tell your fears to go back to hell where they belong Hallelujah. and trust God to bring you peace and yeah. clarity for your situation. Amen. So as you are praying, you may have fear that it may not happen. You may have fear that God may let you down, but his word says that he will never leave you nor forsake you. Amen. So even though those fears may come, pray through it because we're human. We're going to have thoughts of, of doubt. We're going to have thoughts of fear. But when those moments come, speak against it. Like I said, speak out loud. Speak the word of God. God has not given me a spirit of fear. God has not given me a spirit of fear. When fear creeps up, mm-hmm. say it out loud. God's not giving me a spirit of fear. This is not from God. Say it out loud mm-hmm. to yourself until you can get it into your spirit. The next one is prayer as a discipleship. So as we are praying to disciple others for others to come to christ we have to be strategic in that prayer yeah. you know we can't be someone who is just approaching people just because oh well they sinned so let me try to go help it help, help change them but you have to be prayerful about that you have to you have to ask god are they ready for this mm-hmm. are they truly ready to, you know to know you god what is the right timing god how can i help bring that person to christ because if you, you, you go to the person at the wrong time with the wrong words, you can scare them away from God. And they will never want to come to God because you, you approach them at the wrong time mm-hmm. and use the wrong words. Mm-hmm. So use discernment when it comes to that. Yeah. Yes, we are supposed to bring people to Christ. Yes, we are supposed to be disciples for Christ and win souls. But you have to be strategic and allow the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you. Because you, you can give a bad name to Christianity with that. There were people who they'll be at work and, you, and your coworker is a cusser. Your coworker smokes weed or your coworker drinks. Oh, you well, you don't you shouldn't be doing that because you know the Bible says. <laughs> wow. And mm. you turn them away from God. Yeah. Because nobody asked you to do that. Mm-hmm. Nobody asked you to be a judger. Mm-hmm. Nobody asked you to condemn them. Mm-hmm. God is the God doesn't need your help for that. He'll need your help. He didn't ask you for that, sis, bro. <laughs> he didn't ask you for that. Wow. So. Be strategic and ask the Holy Spirit to lead you and guide you. If you see someone going down the wrong path, pray for them. Yes. Pray for them and be the example. So as they see your life, they're going to want to know, who, why is she like this? Mm-hmm. What is it about her that just she just glows? She doesn't curse. And she's been very upset and angry at our, at our boss. But, you know, how is she able to hold herself together? And they'll begin to ask you, what is it? And you'll be able to say it's Jesus. Amen. Yes. And you'll be able to say, oh, oh, what? how wow. can I know more about him? How there is a strategic way the Holy Amen. Spirit aligns yes. things to work out for yes. the good. Mm-hmm. When you do it, when you do it out of alignment with the word of God, you hurt people. That's where church hurt comes from. Mm-hmm. Not being in alignment with the word of God and doing things based on how you feel things should be done. Mm-hmm. Saying things based on what your own personal opinions mm-hmm. on somebody else's life. God didn't ask you to be a person. <laughs> he ain't asked you, sis. Because <laughs> we all going through some stuff. Yes, yes. But we have to ask God to give us the guidance and, and give us the words on wow, how yeah. to win souls. Amen. On how to do that. 
So as we end this, as we you know wrap this up, prayer, like I want to repeat, the prayer is so important. For every single last one of these, it is the key yes. to be able to get you through. It doesn't matter which one you're talking about. Peace. You got to pray to keep your peace. Mm-hmm. Even though it is freely given to us, you have to pray consistently. God, give me peace in this situation. Help me to walk in peace. Help me to walk in love. Like you have to consistently pray and ask God to help you. God, renew my mind. Yes. God, you have to consistently do this on a daily basis. So do not put prayer on the back burner. Do not think, oh, I don't have time for it today or I'm tired. Mm-mm. If you un- if you could see with your physical eye the little imps, the little demons mm-hmm. that are literally here mm-hmm. and working mm-hmm. against us to try to make us fall mm-hmm. to try to make us fall to temptation mm-hmm. to for to for us so, so we will lose our virginities early so that mm-hmm. we will have kids out of wedlock so yes. that we will uh get married to the wrong person yeah. so that we will not go to the right school we'll get yeah. the wrong job yeah. like there are things that the enemy will try to use to deter us from the will of god yep. purposely this is what spiritual warfare is and we're in it every single day yeah Every single day. So we have to constantly renew our minds to the word of mm-hmm. God. Like I said on uh, the last podcast, that faith is built by hearing and hearing of it, of the word of God. Amen. And your faith and your prayer life and these armor all together is what is going to help you to be able to win this spiritual battle. Yes. We want y'all to win, y'all. And like we always say, whenever we have these conversations, whenever we talk about these things, God literally brings us through the battle oh, at yeah. the same time. Oh, yeah. And let me tell y'all, we're, we're winning. We are winning. winning. With Christ, we're we winning. win. Yes. <laughs> like, all I do is win, 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 no, no matter, matter what. what. Okay. <laughs> And the devil is mad. He is mad. He, he is angry. He is mad. He's mad because he's defeated. Mm-hmm. He's defeated. So when they and when you're when things are going crazy, tell the devil what his future is. Mm. Tell him you 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 already defeated. So you can keep trying, mm-hmm. but you lost already. Yeah, the battle's already been won. Already won. It's already done. It's already done. It's set in stone. It's set in stone. So you have to literally <laughs> tell the devil, oh, yeah, you know, you can keep trying, but, you know, you lost. You lost. You know, th- that's why you're really mad. Yeah. And when you say that to him, he'll realize, oh, I can't mess with her because, nope. oh, she know the Bible. She she read her word. Yes. Yes. So we love you guys. We love you guys. <laughs> Thank you for sticking with us for this entire series. Yes. We hope You are excited for the next one. Yes. So have a blessed day, evening, morning, afternoon, night, wherever you are, what time it is. We just pray the blessings of God on your life. We pray that this is a blessing to your life and that you understand it. We ask God that he opens your mind, opens your understanding to be able to apply this to your life. So that you will be able to be prepared for the battle, the spiritual battle that we are in every single day. So have a blessed day, everybody. We love you. See you next time.